Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers develop their soft skills and break through the barriers of social anxiety to show up more boldly at work, create awesome friendships, improve their dating and relationships, and build lives that they love. Welcome to this episode 14 of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast, and on this one, I want to talk about how to network. And before we get into it, I want to talk a little bit about the term networking itself, because sometimes this term can feel not fun, not pleasant. It can feel intimidating. It can feel a little bit sleazy. I had this idea that networking was something that you're doing in order to try to get something from somebody sort of covertly without them knowing it, even though, you know, they probably have some idea that you are speaking to them with the intention of getting something out of it. And I think that's a big thing. Going into the mindset of networking is very helpful because if you go into it from a needy place, if you go into it from a place of I'm going to in some way be a little bit manipulative in order to get maybe a, an, a job interview from this person or I want to talk to this person because they're high up in the company and they might be able to help me get some sort of promotion. Well, that is inherently going to not work well in your favor. And this is for a couple of reasons. For one thing, if and when you show up with an energy of, I want to get something from this person, you show up with a more needy vibe, a more needy energy. And that is inherently not attractive to people. You can think of this in a dating context. When you show up and you're trying to attract somebody and you show up with a bit of energy of like, I need this, I need you to be my girlfriend or I need you to go out with me. And they are picking up on that energy because people can often on a deeper subcon more subconscious level they're picking up on these body language things or micro gestures that you are giving off and they're recognizing oh this person they need something from me that doesn't feel good whereas if you're somebody who feels entirely full and you feel completely happy with where you're at and worthy where you're at and, you know, your approval from them would just be kind of a bonus or a cherry on top, that is a much more attractive place to be coming from. So it's more effective to be coming from a place of just well-meaning, I want to connect with this person, I want to have fun with them, um, I want to add value to them. Those are going to be more empowering mindsets to go into a quote-unquote networking engagement than it would be to go in with, I need to get something from these people. And inevitably, I think you're going to find that if you go in and you are looking to, to, be, to add to that person, to help that person, to, to be a giver rather than a taker, you're going to find that you actually get more back than if you're entirely just looking to take, take, take. So... Let's talk about how to reach out. And I believe that, so there are a variety of ways you might go about networking. I found one 
way that I've really enjoyed doing so is reaching out to people and maybe setting up a lunch or a time to talk and just chat about how I could be showing up better at work, among other things, among getting to know them and, um, you know, just making a connection with somebody. And I find that reaching out in a way that serves the other party, that adds value to the other person is super helpful and you know, having some reason for doing so, rather than just reaching out to a person who's never heard from you and you just say, hey, I'd love to pick your brain, can we get lunch? That comes off as a little bit a little bit needy, and the other person is questioning, okay, well, what's in it for me to some degree? And you'll find that people, they generally want to help you, so they may still say yes to requests like that, but it's much more enticing it's much more helpful to the other person if you go into a networking request and you say something more along the lines of hey um, I really admire the way that you show up in meetings you seem to be doing great work and I would love to sit down with you and have a conversation in order for me to learn more about how I can be contributing in my own way and I think that when you come in with this approach rather than an approach that's entirely coming in as a taker, you will get much more out of it. The next is to have fun with them. And this is another mindset where we can think of these professional <laughs> networking things as entirely professional. And they have to be, you have to stick only to work conversation and they are you know, the senior engineer, or they are the vice president, or they are the manager, or whatever their job title is, that's what we think of them as first. And I want to flip this one. Instead, I want you to think of they are a person. They are, you know, think of them as a person first and as their job title second. And we can often think of these people as being infallible as an aspect of the the job title they have or they have a higher value than us because they have a higher job status than we do right now. And instead of thinking this way, I find that it's very helpful to consider them as a person first and think about things like how they have their own family and they have their own wants and needs and they probably have things that are bothering them at home and they probably you know, go home and don't, they don't think about work or they, they have, you know, stressors about work or they, they just love a particular hobby. Maybe they love going fishing and connecting with them on this level can just be much more human and more connective and can allow us to, rather than seeing this person as they're the high status person and we're the low status person, you're on more of an equal playing field and you both just connect over your shared humanity and your shared interests and hobbies. The next is to have specific things that you would like their input on. So particularly if this is some some sort of networking and engagement where you would like to learn from the person, having specific questions rather than if you go in and you have things that could just easily be googled 
then it's a bit silly and it, it can feel like a waste of time to the other person if you sit down and just ask them a bunch of things that you can easily just look up online. Granted, you can find a lot of things online, but you'll find that there are questions that are specific to this person and you know how, how they achieved the position they achieved, how did they, um, what are the things that they've found most useful in their career. And diving into the specifics, you know, how did you handle this decision that I'm going through right now? What would you do if you were me? And, you know, let me lay out the, the options and the things that I'm considering. And how might you think about a particular problem like that? And if you come in with these intelligent, specific questions, the person will be impressed. They will understand that you, you're someone who actually took the time to think about what you'd like to learn from them, and you're someone who is not just asking questions in order to ask questions, because when you ask these easily Googleable things, they recognize, okay, this person is is probably wasting my time a little bit, and probably could have gone about this in a better way. Finally, follow up and thank them, and let them know that you used their advice. This is a huge value add. It can sound like, you know, they don't really need to know or I might be wasting their time. People really enjoy helping. And this is another mindset that's helpful to take on is to recognize that people genuinely do enjoy helping other people. When I think about that in my own life, I know that when I have helped someone and then I can see it actually working for them, that feels phenomenal. And if you can give another person that feeling, they will love you for it and they will want to continue to be to advise you and to help you and to see those results happening for you. So following up, thanking them and telling them about how you use their advice and how that specific advice has been helpful to you. That can be huge and the other person will will really like you as a person for doing so. So that is today's episode on how to network. See if you can take this into action in your own life. Who is someone that you would like to get to know better at your own company? Who is somebody that maybe you'd like to get to know at another company? Maybe there's another industry that you're interested in and you could invite somebody out to lunch or you know, happy hour or something and discuss with them the particulars of what you'd like to learn. And you can bring these, these tools and these tactics and these mindsets to that interaction in order to benefit both yourself and the other person and have this mutually beneficial relationship. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I hope that you've gotten a lot out of it. If you feel so inclined, check out my website, engineersoftskills.com, where you can learn a lot more about how to boost your soft skills as an engineer in order to improve your career, your social life, and your dating life. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills to improve your social life, dating life, and career. Again, thank you for listening.